0: What is a Biblical worldview and do our Christian children have one? That's what we're discussing today in Equipping Kingdom Kids. Hi, I'm Becky Fisher and this is a podcast for both Spirit-filled parents and children's ministry leaders interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. You're listening to Episode 31, Kids, Culture, and the Bible. What in the world is a worldview anyway? And what does it have to do with the way we live out our everyday lives? As Christians, should we be teaching our kids a Biblical worldview, or should we wait until they grow up and let them make up their own minds? If topics like this are of interest to you as a Christian parent or kids minister, watch all the way to the end for some powerful object lessons to help you teach your kids about a Biblical worldview then hit the subscribe button below so you never miss one of my teachings in the future. Now let's start by discussing what a worldview is. A worldview is simply a set of glasses that you wear through which you view every aspect of life. It's a combination of all that you believe to be true and it becomes the driving force behind every emotion, decision, and action in your life. If you're a Muslim, you will look at the world through the eyes of Sharia law. If you're a secularist, you don't believe in God at all, and that impacts how you live your life, raise your kids, and carry out your job. If you're an animist, you believe everything is a God, and that too will affect your actions, especially if you believe in reincarnation, and that what you do in this life is going to determine what you'll be in the life to come. These worldviews and many others shape how we think, what we believe, how we raise our kids and even how we vote in elections. A biblical worldview on the other hand is where we as Christians look at the world through our understanding of who God is and what he tells us in the Bible. Someone with a biblical worldview believes his primary reason for existence is to love and serve God. When you believe that the Bible isn't entirely true, then you allow it to be the foundation of everything you say and do. Worldviews don't develop in a vacuum. They grow subtly over a period of time. Every book we read, every conversation we have, every movie we watch, what we encounter on the internet, what we hear on the news, what we learn in our schools, the music we listen to, and on and on and on, it all contributes our worldview. That's why it's so important to be careful what we allow our kids to partake of. Everyone has a worldview, whether they realize it or not. Our children start forming their own worldview as soon as they begin to understand language. It begins by being shaped by what happens in the home, but as they get older, it gets shaped by their friends, their teachers, and by the culture around them. Have you noticed the culture affecting your beliefs or that of your kids? Type yes or no below and if your answer was yes, share an example. Then don't forget to hit the like button and share this video with your friends. A biblical worldview is not popular. Let's get that straight right now. It goes completely against political correctness, so there's a ton of societal pushback on us and especially on our children. It's a new level of peer pressure on our kids and teens that we didn't have when we were growing up. Learning to stand against that is something we have to deliberately do and teach our children how to do because we all want to be loved and accepted and we don't want to be different than our friends and stick out like a sore thumb. And That can affect our opinions, our beliefs, and our actions. Helping our kids develop a love for the Word of God is a very important part of this process. They must learn Romans 12 too. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means the Word of God must be critical to our thinking. One of the changes that the internet has brought to the past three generations, including today's children and teens, is that they have available to them more worldviews and more philosophies at their fingertips than any other generation in history. Do you see all the different patterns and colors on this scarf? Let's just say that each one of them represents a different worldview or opinion. This is what our children see when they look out into the world today. And this can change over time and deeply influence the way that they think. In this scenario, Christianity is just the same as Buddhism, Islam, New Age, Scientology, and so on. Christianity is just one more choice out there. And kids without guidance are unable to discern what is really true and what is not true. So how do we teach our children to have a biblical worldview? In a minute I'm going to share with you one way that you can do this so don't go away I've got some great object lessons but before we go there my question to you is to you have a biblical worldview. How about your children? Now here's a short list of questions that Christian pollster George Barna with Barna Research uses to determine if a person has a biblical worldview or not. Here's the first question and answer it yes or no. Do absolute moral truths exist? Yes or no? Is absolute truth defined by the Bible? Yes or no? Did Jesus Christ live a sinless life on this earth? Is God the all-powerful, all-knowing creator of the universe, and does he still rule it today? Is salvation a gift from God that cannot be earned? Is Satan real? Does a Christian have a responsibility to share his or her faith in Christ with other people? And is the Bible accurate in all of its teachings? So, did you answer yes to all these questions? If you did, then you've got a biblical worldview. However, in surveys, only 9% of believers who call themselves born again did as well. If you did not, it means somewhere along the line, the culture has influenced your thinking on a specific issue more than the Bible has. That should give you pause, especially if you're passionate about being a follower of Jesus Christ. So how do we teach our children a biblical worldview amongst the barrage of other voices out there. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a bowl that you can see through. Then you're gonna take a colander or a strainer and then get a can of fruit or vegetables. In my case, I've got some diced tomatoes, okay? So now before your service, you're gonna write down a set of questions, kid-friendly questions, that you will use to help kids learn how to do some critical thinking to see if what they believe lines up with the Bible or not. When you're ready, explain to them that the colander is the word of God and that we're to live our lives in agreement with the word. If we want to know if something is right or not, we match it up against the Bible. Now, in this can are a whole lot of different opinions and things that people believe in this world. And I'm going to pour the contents of this Into this colander. Now the contents of this represent everything you hear, everything you read or watch on TV, everything you see on the internet, including things you've heard your parents, friends, and teachers say. We take those things and we put them through the filter of the Bible. Whatever agrees with the Bible can stay in here, but whatever does not agree with the Bible We want to dump it out. So here we go with the statements. Number one, there is no true right or wrong. Right and wrong depends on each person's opinions. Now does that agree with the word of God or not? No, it does not. So then you're gonna discuss the scriptures that confirm what you're saying. Since this does not agree with God's word, we're gonna put it in the bowl of muck. Next statement, God created the world and everything in it. Does that agree with the word of God or not? Yes, it does. So we can put that in the colander. The third statement, Satan is not real. He's simply a make-believe character in cartoons and movies. Does that agree with the word of God or not? No, it does not. And so this goes in the bowl of muck. Number four, no one can earn their way to heaven by doing enough good things. Does that agree with the Bible or not? Yes, it does. So it will go in the calendar of the word. Number five, my parents have told me that I cannot watch a certain movie. But my friends invited me over to their house, and we watched the movie there. I never told my parents. Does that agree with the Word of God or not? No, it doesn't. That's called deceiving someone. It's dishonest, and that's just like lying. So this goes in the bowl of muck. The last statement. Jesus was the true son of God, and no one can get to heaven except through him by asking him to forgive their sins and be their Lord and Savior. Does that agree with the word of God or not? Yes, it does. So. You can make up any questions that you want along the same line. In fact, you can keep a running list of things that you see kids struggling with, hear them talking about and dealing with, and make up new sets of questions for every few weeks or so. The point is, you need to give them an opportunity to ask questions and talk about the things that they're hearing and seeing that do not match up with their learning in your home or in church. It's important to have scriptures written down in advance to back up what you're going to talk about. Even those that do agree with the Word of God, whether they agree or they don't agree, the kids need to see where it says in the Bible that what you're saying is true. They need to see why it's true and not just take your word for it. Help them find the scriptures in their Bible. Remember, the point is creating confidence and trust in God's word which helps them create a biblical worldview and it will help them learn how to do some critical thinking as they live out their lives. Now there's many more tips and helps for parents and kids ministers on YouTube on this subject. All you have to do is search the term Biblical Worldview and Children and you'll find many helps. And if you enjoyed this video, you'll find more answers in this next video of mine along the same line called The Bible is the Greatest Fairy Tale Ever Told. This video explains the truth about God's Word and how we teach our children to trust it and believe that it's true against the culture of the day. Until next time, thanks for watching. To see a video version of this podcast, go to youtube.com slash ministry. To take advantage of any offers mentioned, please email us at kidsinministry at yahoo.com and mention the number and the name of this podcast.